Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We are currently third in the line for takeoff and are expected to be in the air in approximately five minutes' time. Please fasten your seatbelts and secure all baggage underneath your seats or in the overhead compartments. We also ask that your seats and table trays are in the upright position for takeoff. Please turn off all personal electronic devices, including laptops and cell phones. We would like to remind you that this is a non-smoking flight. Thank you for your attention. Well, hello there. We are now talking about the quirks of air travel today. Mm -hmm. Maya and I are going to discuss a few things regarding air travel that are quirky, funny, silly, odd. Yeah, idiosyncrasies. Mm -hmm. Just human behavior in a tin can. Yeah, human behavior. And that includes us as flight crew. Absolutely. As well as some of our beloved passengers. Let's call them insider observations, perhaps. That's a good way to You like that? Yeah. All right, Maya, so fire away. What do you find as a quirk of air travel? Oh, so many. Strangest findings in seat pockets. Ooh, seat pockets. The abyss of Uh every aircraft. Cob of corn. A cob of corn. Chewed. Okay, a chewed cob of corn. Which was strange because we have no idea where it came from. No. Nobody in that area we saw eating corn. (laughs) Okay. We just found the husk of yeah the finished product the finished product as it were yeah okay Um, my best guess yeah was that it was in somebody's pocket (laughs) (laughs) and then found its way in the seat pocket (laughs) so ashes dusted dust what you became you returned to i don't know (laughs) that is hysterical pockets you began pockets you end i'm not sure but yeah that was the strangest one i'd had I honestly, history. you've never ever told me that one. That is so that, funny. That was a new one. The abyss of sea pockets. We're always forewarned, right? Absolutely. We are forewarned. Dirty yeah. diapers, yeah. hypodermic needles. needles. Yeah, is a big one. And then, of course, used wipes. We get quite often. Tissues. Yeah, tissues, earbuds, passports. We usually find the normal stuff yeah. that you would expect to find: sunglasses, glasses, iPads. Yeah. Um, when you find an iPad or a phone, do you take the compulsory crewfee? Do you take the Oh, yes. Crufy. Okay. I'm sorry. I've been, since we've been in this lockdown, I completely forgot some of my internal lingo. Crufy. Yeah. Yeah. Crufy is if we find any electronic device that can snap a photo. Which most of them can without being unlocked. Right. Most of them can without being unlocked. Yeah. We take the mandatory crufy of each other and then we turn it into lost and found so it can be recalled. And you have a present from the people who found your device. And it's always a nice crufy. We don't ever do anything disrespectful. It's always us smiling. It's all of us together. Yeah, we're just reuniting you with your products. Absolutely. <laughs> on board. So check your devices. Look in your photos. Yeah. And rest assured, too, that it happens to each other. If we ever <laughs> have to go somewhere in an airport and you don't want to lug all of your bags with you all of the time, quite often you will ask always your trusted your phone. phone. <laughs> yes, always take your phone because quite often you will ask your trusted crew members, can you wash my bag? I've got to run to the washroom. I want to use a real washroom in yes. the airport um, rather than on the aircraft or I'm going to run and get a coffee. Does anybody else want to get a coffee or want a coffee and you buy it for them or pick it up for them? I'm not a captain, so I don't buy coffees for everybody all the time. I used to when I had multiple jobs, but I can't afford to anymore. How since I got a mortgage. Exactly. My Starbucks budget has depleted since paying a mortgage. Yes. However, we do uh, tend to do it to each other. So um, if your phone is accessible (laughs) and it is not locked, (laughs) you will get home and you will find random crewfees from your fellow crew members taken on any of your electronic devices. So have you met a flight attendant that can, or air crew member for that matter, right? 
who can go more than 10 feet away from their phone. No. Hence the reason it's happened are, to me. You are and I are anomalies. Yeah. But, but often not because that's that's our lifeline, right? Yeah. And if the company needs to get a hold of us, of course, that's how they that's, get a hold of us. That's the way in right? which they do it. Yeah. yeah. Or if there are any changes, that's how we're immediately no- notified. Yeah. Unless, of course, you have your Apple Watch. Yes. Then it's always with you and they can always find you everywhere that you go. I know. But yeah, um, other things. So sea pockets, that's an interesting one. Thanks for bringing that up, Maya. Sea pockets are a treasure trove. They are a treasure trove. (laughs) They are a treasure trove. Sea pockets could have their own uh, social media account. They really could. Yeah. They really could. Nope, nothing of that shocking other than the dirty diapers. And yeah, I think I found two hypodermic needles, I believe. I haven't found any needles. And let's let's just put it all out there too. That's not, we're not just talking, we're not specifying drug use. We're saying that we have a lot of diabetics, yeah, right? Or course, people that yeah. require injections. <laughs> all right, let's move on to another quirk of air travel, um, elevator etiquette. This is oh, one of my, my pet peeves. So it is something I'm very passionate about. Um, just because we live in hotels and buildings that we are in and out of elevators so much but so many we see so many people in and out of them as well that sometimes struggle with the same concept of understanding how is this supposed to work and you have loads on your mind i know we all know this we get it we've been doing it for years we get it before you get on those moving trams and as well as the elevators in the buildings that's a big one right step back yeah just be aware of your surroundings that's all we're asking yeah absolutely be aware of your surroundings all right let's move on to something else what do you think how about um the back alley curtain. Mm. Ah. <laughs> and this has actually happened to both Maya and I. And this is why we're bringing it up because we had no idea it happened to the other person. However, um, when the back alley curtain is drawn, usually that is the flight attendants having their meal or, or resting or resting because there is permissible what we call crew rest that does occur that we we are on. However, sometimes it is a desperate need or an immediate need for privacy and the example that um, I'm bringing to you that happened to both Maya and I was that um, the curtain was closed and I said to her I was changing my nylons my dress was pulled up around my waist because as everybody knows those um, lavatories do not have a lot of room and do you really want to be barefoot in them? Exactly. We'll get to you the, do go not, into the washroom barefoot. Yeah, we'll get into the washroom aspect. Yes. <laughs> However, so back alley, curtain closed, dress, skirt up to my waist, changing my nylons, and an arm comes in, throws it open, and asks for more ice water. And my jaw was on the floor. I know that we don't have a sign that says, please do not enter. I didn't have any crew to be watching the, the curtain for me. At a fault of probably my own is you get a little bit comfortable back there when the, the curtain is closed yeah. because it is your private time in a 14 yeah. hour day. So when that curtain is closed, just make yourself known and they'll open the curtain for you if you need something because yes. we are there to help you out. You, uh, a little knock knock. Yes, that'd be great. All right. What else, Maya? What are some of the other quirks that we have? Um, I know a lot of our colleagues are trying to be PC about our job title. Oh, PC. PC. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't like to be referred to by some of the more archaic terms. Uh, terms. Yeah. Do you do you have a problem with it? I have Does it no offend problems you? with it. Me either. I love being called a stewardess. Me too. as soon as somebody calls me a stewardess, I'm like, did you know that that's the longest word that you can type using the QWERTY keyboard? <laughs> are you serious? That's serious. Is that an actual it's, fact? You, it's the longest word you can type using your left hand only using a QWERTY keyboard. Oh my gosh. using proper homeroom. Okay, see, yeah. there's a little bit of education mm-hmm. and factoids going yeah. along with so that. So I think stewardesses would probably be the longest word. <laughs> hey, stewardesses. So, but I love it when, especially when little older gentlemen I know. come on board and they're like, and they tip their hat and they're, good day, stewardess. How are you? Yes. I love it. It's I know. not meant I do to love be, it. Um, it's not a derogatory it's term not derogatory at all. It's not derogatory at all. It's, it's endearing to me. 
Um, don't call me an air mattress because I'm not. An air mattress? Yes. Oh, I haven't heard that haven't one. I haven't heard that one. No. I've heard can air you, hostess. Can you garner what it's? <laughs> yes, I totally okay. can. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like trolley dolly. Trolley dolly, I don't mind. I don't mind cart tart. Okay. Because um, they're fun. They're playful. Whatever. Okay. But air mattress is oh, no. rather derogatory. No. That was like, seriously, would you call your daughter an air mattress? That's it's like, rude. Yeah. It's unkind. That is not no, cool. Don't call me an air mattress. Okay. Um, Had no idea that it even existed. Yeah. Really? Yeah, are you an air mattress? Wow. I know it's awkward, and I don't know if it's a an attempt to um, break the ice. If that's what it is, that's cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm socially awkward and socially inept, so I can never tell if somebody's trying to hit on me or just being friendly. Oh. not I misread it 99% of the time. Okay. And Do you mean they have to be, like, really obvious if they're hitting on you? have to hit me over the head with a two-by-four. Okay. And, and say, hey, hey I'm, I'm hitting, hitting on you. On you. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Exactly. Um, so when you're trying to break the ice and have conversation with me, mm-hmm. don't ask me if I'm a member of the Mile High Club. Oh, yeah. I've please, had that, too. And don't. I think that people think that it's funny, right? But So, I mean, I'm getting tired of my response of, yeah, it's gold member status when you're in uniform. Because that paints me in. <laughs> That's a good response. Because I would have, like, any time that it's It paints been... me in a poor light. Yeah. And it's not true. So, this flight attendant is not a member of the Mile High Club. It's disgusting. I have cleaned those washrooms. Oh, yeah. We live around those no. washrooms. And that will be a whole nother that's, episode, I'm sure. Just... Yeah. And just on that note, I don't care if you just come back from the most grounding, barefoot, beautiful, sandy beach, yoga retreat or resort. Ashram, whatever. We put your shoes on, put before, your you shoes on before you go to those labs. I don't care how earthy you are. I promise you. Yeah. Put your shoes on. Things that we have seen and you have to clean out from the labs. It's just. Ick. Yes. Ick. Just don't do it. Yeah. Think camping and it's like that um what's that christmas movie um merry christmas shitters full oh um <laughs> christmas vacation but yes um, <laughs> i've i've had back in the day when we had to pour the loo juice into the yeah yeah i've had christmas vacation type issues yes with those toilets so yeah. it's it's think rv camping and your hose getting clogged or something like that but it's not just your family using but the rv it's, not, it's people that you have no Yes. And multiple people, multiple segments throughout the the day, right? So you're not just talking about 190, 200 guests, one flight, point A to point B. We're talking about that same aircraft, point A to point B, and then... Multiple times a day. Yeah. Dumping those people off, picking up another 200, multiple times a day. Ick. Ick, ick, ick. And do they get cleaned in between? Yes, but they don't get like the whole... It's not like you would deep clean your bathroom before your mother-in-law comes over. Exactly. That's a really good way to put it. Okay, I need to talk about something um, because this is one of my things that when I uh, first started flying, someone told me, you're going to have to get used to it. And Oh, yes, I know where you're going. With- no, I can't. I can't get used to it. I call it the poke factor. The poke, poke. But Ask it's also the grab. Attendant, the yes, poke. The, the poke, grab the grab, the swat. Yeah. The physical touching, though, that aspect, the poke factor is something that it's just because it happens and you think that you're just one person that just happened to poke the flight attendant who's standing closest to you. However, it's probably already happened half a dozen times. to a dozen times that day already. And sometimes it's not it's, it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. I'm holding hot coffee or it's a poke in my butt, a poke in my rib cage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why you will the poke factor. Poke factor is so not good. And I, I, I don't want to say this, but at the same time, it is an actual fact that this was just at the beginning um, when we were still operating and flights were still tr- we we're trying to get people back and so they were full full, full. they were full full full, full. Yeah. and COVID-19 was on the news 
and so it was everyone knew what was happening with COVID-19 appearing in North America and it was appearing in North America I can tell you that it was those rough and long days but I came home and I said to my husband do you want to know the best thing nobody touched me nobody touched me not once in the last four days did somebody touch me right it was it was a very strange time yeah to be alive um I've never lived through anything like it before yeah but nobody really has. No, none of us have. And it's not one that I'd care to live through again, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yes. Um, yes, it's been a, it's been quite a journey through COVID. <laughs> right. You don't know what you don't know. Right. You know. And most people, when they're flying, tensions are high. Mm-hmm. You're either flying for business, mm-hmm. so it could be a stressful meeting on the end of it, mm-hmm. or a big deal or something. You're flying for a celebration mm-hmm. which is stressful because mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're there um, or you're flying for a sad event mm-hmm. so public knows more about the delay yeah they do than we do yeah they get the alerts i've had people i've had like, passengers yeah, yeah inform me of our delays we're changing gates yeah we oh. are okay <laughs> okay <laughs> on that. as long as i follow you <laughs> i can find my aircraft patient that. it's the same i get busted too if i'm ever flying with my family so i'm in civvies and i will get busted for my seat back mm-hmm. and my seat's back and i never put my seat back nope. but you sat in the it's, seat it's and the it was already back your, or the way you adjust in your seat hotel life which is going to be a whole another episode all mm-hmm. on its own because we have so much to say and so much that we've learned too mm-hmm. through researching um hotel life it's just something that we spend i would say i would argue that we spend just as much time in hotels as we do in our own homes. If not you, more so. If not more so. So in saying that, we have decided that we will dedicate an, an entire, entire episode, episode yeah, mm-hmm. to hotel life. However, hotel life as well has its pluses and its negatives. And hotel life is one of those things that also affects you. All of like you don't have to be a flighty in Anybody order. Anybody who travels for work. Exactly. Or Anybody who travels. Or right. Anything. Um, so we're going to shed a little bit of light on that. But hotel life, what I do have to say is one of my favorite things about hotel life, and I'll leave the hotel life subject at that, is that I remember, and this is perfectly put, someone texting me and saying, what are you going to do when you get to your hotel in XYZ? And I said, I am going to go to the washroom with the door closed, and there aren't going to be any little fingers underneath the door saying, mama. the washroom door in the hotel? Yeah. Really? Because I can't at I home. I suppose. Yeah. See- I don't at home, so I don't in a hotel either. But you live alone. It's true. And in hotel rooms, right? And the first thing I do, I have to wash the airplane dirt off. Yeah, absolutely. But I I would, I responded and I was, I would say that I would go to the bathroom or the washroom with the door closed and the finger, no fingers underneath. And I was also going to starfish sleep on the bed that night. Mm -hmm. And I was going to order room service because I was going to eat warm food that someone else was serving me (laughs) in bed. So there are goods, positives. Yes, there are. Well, is there anything else with quirks of air travel that you want to talk about? It would be so much fun if, if we had the airport XYZ. That would be neat. I would love to refer to it. XYZ? Why don't we? Where's your base? XYZ. XYZ. <laughs> this podcast is coming to you live from XYZ. One, two, three. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for the um, quirks of airline travel. We just wanted for, to throw that out there. We, yeah. we will come back to it in varying forms. But Absolutely. Again, uh, I would want to know. There's so many things that I don't know about other professions, like nurses, what they have to deal with, some of the taboos as a patient um, or even as a person asking about their profession, their own family. My mom is Your the mother worst is a nurse. patient. The worst patient. Really? The worst. 
However, okay, so my sister-in-law is a pediatric nurse, but now she does the um, telenursing. Mm-hmm. So she could be home because she has four daughters. Yeah. So she could be home with her kids more. She is the most even kill. I could imagine her, like when she gave birth to her, her first daughter, mm-hmm. she was the most calm, cool, collected. And my dominant is. It's just yeah. she's not giving you the answers and the information that you want. Okay. <laughs> Possibly. I'm going to have to ask my sister-in-law because yeah. she'll be honest with me in how she feels about it. See, another aha. All right, so we're going to finish this up. Thanks for joining us for the quirks of air travel. Um, Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see how this goes, that maybe we will continue this type of an episode once in a blue moon. We'll see how it goes, and uh, we'll chat with you guys soon. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Chat soon. Cabin crew, prepare for landing.